What's up, everybody? Uh, I am Marcus McDuffie, and I am the host of the Live Love Live podcast, as well as the owner of Ion Trainings. Pasadena's only gym for people forty plus. Uh, and today, I have a topic that I think is really going to hit home with some of our people that are trying to, you know, begin their fitness uh, journeys. I know a lot of times for the you know demographic that we work with, which is usually forty plus parents. Uh, you know, like kids are back in school now. You're back from all the summer vacations and all the travel. Uh, and you're really just trying to like, you know, you're looking at yourself, you're like, whoa, like, you know, that summer vacation barbecue and that trip, you know, where I wasn't really looking at where I was eating or working out and, you know, all those holidays that fall in the summer, that kind of completely threw me off, right? So a lot of people are just trying to look to, you know, something to get them back on track or to get them feeling good again. Um, and with that, a lot of people are really starting up on their fitness journey again, right? They're trying to lose weight. They're trying to you know, get more energy, they're trying to feel stronger, and a lot of people are struggling, right? Like we've had a, you know, good amount of new people coming to the gym recently, and a lot of them, you know, there's a good group that are absolutely killing it, right? Because we go over and we cover these things that I'll go through today. But, you know, at the very beginning, you know, it is definitely a struggle, right? So today we're gonna go over the three biggest reasons that beginners fail to lose weight and be successful in their fitness journey. Um, and, you know, we're gonna teach you kind of, hey, like, what to watch out for, what might come up, and what you need to avoid if you are going to be successful here on this journey, right? Uh, so we'll start with the first one, right? Uh, and I think this one is the most common one I see, especially if you're someone who used to be fit back in the day or used to be an athlete, um, or if you're someone who has absolutely no gym experience uh, prior, but you know, you're successful in other areas of life. And it's just that uh, a lot of people, when they start up, they are not comfortable with not being good at the thing, right? Like a lot of people show up to the gym and it's kind of like a shock to them because they're like, oh wow, like I didn't fully realize how not in shape I was until I started. Um, and it's like a really tough thing for them to deal with, right? But the biggest thing I tell people is, hey, like you need to just allow yourself to suck, <laughs> right? Like don't expect to walk in on day one and be good at everything and know how to do all the moves and not to be a little bit confused or intimidated or scared, right? Like that is part of the process, right? You are going to feel uncomfortable, right? You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're not going to be good at it. You're not going to be good at it for a while. Um, oops, sorry, recording got shut off there. Um, but I was saying like, you know, when you start up, it's going to be extremely hard, right? And it just is, you know, you haven't done it for a while. You're building this new thing in your schedule. Your body is relearning how to do these moves. You're going to be a little bit sore. So the biggest thing that you can do as a beginner that wants to be successful on their journey is do not walk in there with the expectation that, oh man, I'm going to know how to do all the moves and I'm going to get everything right. It's going to be absolutely just easy, right? Because it's not, and it's not supposed to be. If it was easy, everyone would do it and they'd be in amazing shape. And we wouldn't even have gyms because you would just wake up and be in perfect shape, right? But it's not, right? It's not. And if you can, you know, let yourself mentally prepare for it to not be easy, uh, then you're going to be better off long term, right? So I hope that all of you uh, at home that are, you know, perfectionist or, you know, aren't are very uncomfortable with not being good at things or, you know, avoid things that you're not good at, um, I hope that you can let that go so that you can actually live life in a body that's healthier, stronger, and you have more energy in, right? Like, would you rather be perfect at something and afraid to fail, right? Or would you give yourself the chance to be happier, healthier, and have more energy, 
right? So I think that's the first big one. Do not expect to be good out the gate. Give yourself time to be bad at the thing and say, hey, it's okay. Because I know if I continue with this thing, right? The mantra at the gym is lifelong strong. I know if I continue at this thing that eventually I will get good at it. Um, and I think that's fans even outside of fitness. So uh, that's our first one, not being comfortable, being uncomfortable, or just sucking, right? I just use sucking, it's a funny word, right? Uh, second one is there's too much comparison, not enough celebration, right? I'm reading this book right now called The Gap in the Game. They talk about uh, how these like super, uh, you know, super successful CEOs are struggling, right? And it's because they only measure themselves against some crazy ideal or what someone else does, right? And I'd be lying to say this doesn't happen to me as well. It happens to everyone, but it is a detriment to how successful you can be, right? Because I had a lot of people who they'll start up, you know, they start up, let's just say, for example, whatever, they're like 250 pounds, right? Um, and they like work out really hard. And, you know, six weeks later, they're killing it. You know, they're all the way down to 235. You know, they're doing absolutely amazing. They're here. But their goal is at 200, right? Which, you know, if they continue, they'll get there. But all they can think about is how their 235 isn't successful. How their, how their 235 isn't 200. How they're not at their goal yet. So they can't celebrate. They can't be happy. Oh, like, ah, I'm just not doing that well. Like, I'm not even at my goal yet, right? And that is the worst thing that you can do as a beginner. Right. I tell all of my beginners when we sit down, I'm say, I just tell them, you know, hey, if you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable with the scale or you have the chance to step on that scale and feel less good about yourself, then you don't need to do it right now. In the future, yeah, sure. But the biggest thing that you need to do as someone who's either starting up a fitness journey for the first time or restarting yours after a long time. Right. Like a lot of people are starting up now that, uh, you know, things are opening up a lot more uh, or have been opened up a lot more is build momentum because right now you are doing probably little to nothing and you need to build as much momentum as possible which means you need to do and celebrate and track everything that is going to make you say wow i am proud of myself right because the number one thing that pushes people forward is to feel proud of themselves you're going to chase the carrot more than you're going to run away from the zapper once you start your journey Right now, it's the zapper, it's the pain, it's the discomfort that initially gets you to start and say, oh, man, like I need to start at the gym. But once you start at the gym, it is 100% the carrot in front of that rabbit, right? The goal that you put in front of yourself that is going to draw you forward. And the more that you can say and be happy and celebrate what you are doing, right? Our number one mantra at the gym is just show up. And that's something that should be celebrated every single day by every single member. Because the more that you can celebrate where you are and how far you've come, the happier you're going to be, right? So that is a huge, huge one. Celebrate yourself. Uh, and we'll go back to the comparison. Two things you should never compare yourself to. One, somebody else. Two, your goal in the future. Neither of those should ever be something you compare yourself to. Let's go over the first one. You compare yourself to some other member and you say, you know, hey, like I'm here, but you know, this person over here, like they're doing X, Y, Z, right? And that's terrible for you. That's because that person and you have different journeys, right? They may have a less stressful life. They may have been doing this for five years and you're only on five weeks, right? The other one is when you look at social media and you look at, you know, grandma, Joanne or whoever else, 
And you use that not as a, wow, like that's really awesome that, you know, that I can maybe do that. It's a, oh man, like I thought I was doing good, but you know, this lady's killing it, all right? And thoughts like that are what absolutely ruin people's success when they're at the beginning of their fitness journey and as well as later on, right? Because you don't need that. You don't need anything that takes this momentum that you're going on. If you're watching this uh, on the video, you kind of see my hand zooming up. Um, but you don't need anything that's going to kind of break down, you know, your happiness, your joy, your celebration, how good you feel about yourself. Because the number one thing that keeps people going is feeling good about the thing that they're doing. So you need to find a way to celebrate just showing up to the gym. You know, you need to celebrate that, you know, five pounds that you lifted heavier. Even if your goal is 30 pounds heavier, you need to celebrate that five pounds, right? You need to celebrate every single little thing that you do, because that is the number one thing that is going to drive you forward when you're first starting off at something, especially if you're uncomfortable with it or you feel like you're, quote unquote, once again, sucking <laughs> at it, right? So, um, you know, that is number two. So the more that you can celebrate, the better you're going to feel. The third one is that they don't make themselves a priority, right? A big percentage of the people that I work with uh, fall into one of two categories, if not both. They are the very, very busy professional, right? And they are the parent. Uh, and both of those situations, both work and being a parent, call on you to really invest a lot of time, right? In something other than yourself. Right. They really call you to invest a lot of time for my people that are busy professionals. You have all these meetings popping up. You have deadlines. You have this work stress. You have this, you know, oh, if I don't get this done. I'm going to get fired. Right. If you're someone who owns the business, if we don't hit these numbers, it's going to, you know, not be as successful or we won't hit our marks or whatever else it may be. And if you're a parent, you know, <laughs> I don't really have to explain this one to you at all. You know, you know how tough it is. You literally are taking them to practices, you're taking them to daycares, you're taking them to events, you're picking them up, you're dropping them off, you're making them food, you are doing all of these things for them, and you have to, but in that, you don't want to lose yourself, right? The number one thing that I hear for some of my members that start when they're like in their you know later 50s and 60s is, you know, I did 60 hours of work for most of my life, and when it came time to retire, I couldn't really enjoy it at the beginning because my body and my health wasn't there, right? Oh, yeah, I took care of my kids all the time. I took them everywhere. And when they left and went to college, you know, I wanted to enjoy, you know, being an empty nester. And I couldn't because, you know, I didn't really have the health to travel. And, you know, I couldn't walk around on vacations. And that's a sad, sad story. But it's a story that I hear over and over and over and over, right? Um, and the big thing in that is, here at ION, like we fully understand that we're not going to be like, all right, Jack, I know you have three kids and you work this super stressful job, uh, but I want you to come in the gym for, you know, five days a week for two hours, right? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You would walk out the door. You would walk out the door if I told you that. But what we are asking is for you to spend two out of the 168 hours a week focusing on yourself. We'll say three, right? Three hours out of the whole 168 hours a week focused on you, right? I think I told the story in another podcast, but I'll bring it back up because I love it that much. And I'm talking to one of my buddies and he says, 
And it was kind of annoying at the time. <laughs> but he was like, Marcus, what's 24 hours? Or how many hours are in a day? And I was like, you know, 24, stupid question. Uh, and then he says, what's 10% of that? And I said, you know, it's about 2.4 hours. It's 2.4 hours, right? Like, what does that mean? And he says, okay, what's 5% of your day then? And I was like, it's about an hour and 15. And then he says, don't you think that people should take care of themselves and that they deserve at least 5% of their day, right? Only 5% of their day. Uh, you know what? Let's actually, let's go a step further. Let's go a step further. We're going to look at, yeah, so that three hours, that three hours to focus on you is zero point or point zero one percent of your day or of your week. Less than two percent of your whole week is what we're asking for you to focus on yourself and make yourself a priority. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people feel guilty to take care of themselves. A lot of people feel guilty not going, you know, not spending every hour doing work and stepping away from that office desk, right? A lot of people struggle to say, hey, my kids are old enough to stay at home now, um, so I'm going to go take care of myself. Or even for this one hour, I'm going to make time, you know, to go take care of me, right? Because the number one thing that we, uh, that we see as well, not the number one thing, but one of the top things that we see as well is that this is your bucket to give to others. And it's filled up at the beginning, right? It's filled up at the beginning. And then you empty it, giving it away to your kids, to your spouse, to your work, which is going to happen. It's inevitable, right? If you have kids, if you have a stressful job, if you have whatever, you're going to have to give some of yourself to them, right? But the problem is, is that you love giving and you give, 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 give. And at the end of it, there's nothing left to give. Your bucket's empty. You're stressful. You're resentful of work and your family. You're not as a happy person around them. I had one lady come in and she said, uh, when she started, she was like, yeah, like my kids know when I get home from work at the hospital, like don't talk, don't talk to me. You know, they're like, oh, we can't bother mom. She's in mad mode. Or, and I was like, do you like that? And she really like paused for a second and she was shocked. And she said, no, I don't like it. I actually would enjoy it if I was able to have more energy to play with my daughters, right? Or even just, you know, spend time with them. And that's the biggest thing that people miss is by not making yourself a priority. You think you're doing better. You think you're altruistic. You're like, oh man, I'm giving, 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 giving. But if you don't take that step back to give to yourself, your bucket's going to stay empty and at the end of it is resentment. At the end of it is low energy and no ability to do those things at a high level. At the end of it is you looking in the mirror and saying, wow, like, who, who am I? Who is this? I don't recognize this person. I don't recognize this person, how they act. This is you, you know, missing deadlines. This is you not showing up for your kids as well as you want to, right? And I think that's the biggest one is that you need to make yourself a priority. And going back to number one, it is going to feel wildly uncomfortable. If you are someone who has never done that or hasn't done it for years or since your kids were born or whatever else, it is going to feel wildly uncomfortable. And you may have to play with your schedule sometimes to make it work. But if you truly say that you wanna be really good at work or you wanna be successful in your business or your job and that you wanna be a very good parent and you want to show up for them the right way, this is for me talking to all my members and listening is that you need to break out that time to take care of yourself um, and make yourself a priority.
right? So recapping on everything for today, the three biggest reasons. Number one, you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You need to let and allow and give yourself grace to not be good at the thing for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And then eventually you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, remember when I was struggling with this thing? Number two, you need to celebrate and carry as much momentum as possible, right? Be hype, high five, post it on your Facebook. Do not be afraid to celebrate because the more you celebrate and the less you compare yourself to some crazy goal or, you know, someone else, the better and more successful you're going to be, especially in that first, you know, 90 day to six month period. The third one is that you need to take my people that are watching. You need, to, oh, it's blurred out. You can't see it. Oh man. It's 0.017%. Less than 2% of your week. You need to take less than 2% of your week and say, you know what? I deserve to take care of me for less than two, for at least 1% of my week. I deserve that. And you need to do that, right? So that's all for today. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, you know, be sure to like it um, and share it with someone else that you think it may be helpful for. Um, you know, it's always awesome doing this podcast. If you have any ideas that you may want me to do, uh, go ahead and send me uh, an email or a message or whatever else. And I'll definitely take it into account and try to make another podcast that's kind of answering one of those questions. I do want to do a Q&A uh, podcast very soon, so... Uh, make sure you send those in and we'll get everything, uh, get your questions answered directly. Uh, last piece is if you did uh, enjoy today and you are in the Pasadena, Altadena area, uh, be sure to check us out at www.iontraining.com. Uh, we focus in personal training for people 40 plus, and we actually have a very special uh, foolproof fat loss program coming up very soon, uh, which is all based upon building habits, not giving you some crappy diet that's going to be super restrictive. We don't do that. Right. Uh, but like I said, if you like today's, uh, please be sure to share it with someone else and check us out on our website. Uh, take care. And Coach Marcus out. <laughs>